Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's new episode of Fear 2 Sports Talk, our average Joe Nation. Uh, this is Ben Hatch. Today, we, it's just me and Ty Bergner. What's going on, Ty? Hey, Ben. It's good to be, be here. We miss Jeff, but all, we also don't miss Jeff because he was, was rubbing <laughs> the fact that the Lakers are in for first place right now. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a love-hate relationship with Jeff right, right, right now. <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure exactly which direction you were going with that, but I think I can't agree more. <laughs> no, we we do like Jeff. He's a good friend, but yeah. I think Jeff, sports-wise at least, has a different different type of loyalties than I think you and I do, Ty. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's me and you versus Jeff. Like, yeah. Time. So. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not that, like, one side is wrong or right, except ours is always right. Um, but <laughs> it, it, I think his, the philosophy of the teams and people that he likes to um, cheer for, I think is just very different than ours. Yeah. Um, so... There are times where we don't quite see eye to eye, and so, but yeah. no, we definitely, we definitely uh, miss Jeff, and I'm sure he'll have some hot takes for the episode that we're going to do today. But um, we'll miss those. Yeah, and next time I, I miss I miss an episode, I'm sure Jeff will have lots of stuff to, to say about my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, hopefully he's doing good. Um, hopefully we'll have them on next time we record an episode. So, um, there's, um, a lot of kind of news in different sports going on right now. We had, um, end of kind of the major bowl games for college football. We had the semifinals that I think we talked about last week. I think we made our picks for the the championship which is on monday uh, nfl wrapped up their regular season we'll get into some of that nba is um in full gear right now I feel like it's still kind of early in the season but we're going to um, talk about our teams and then um we're going to get into some BYU football um, specifically with their offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes, leaving to go and be the offensive coordinator for Baylor University and some of the changes around that. Um, let's get right into it. Um, I know we, let's see, were we going to start with the NFL, Ty? Yeah. Excited? I think so, yep. So NFL playoffs start today. At the time of our recording, the first game, the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts is actually going on. Um, right now it's 17 to 10 in favor of the Bills near the beginning of the third quarter. But um, so we have some pretty interesting matchups, Bills and Colts, um, which so far is a good game, and I think it will continue to be a good game. The Bears and Saints, 
Browns versus Steelers. The first time the Browns have had a home playoff game, I think it is. Or is it? I think it's first time they've been in the playoffs since I think it's just a playoffs in what like yeah. 15 years? Yeah, I think it's I think 2002 was the last time they were in the play- I think, playoffs. I think so you're right. So 19 years. Which I know there's a lot of times I've complained about being like a Phoenix Suns fan, but the other day I was like, man, at least I am not a, a Browns fan because wow. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like, and I, I have my issues with being a jazz fan some, sometimes. We'll get into that later, but yeah, like, could be worse. Being a Browns fan has to be rough. So, I agree. <laughs> um, then the other games going on are the Buccaneers versus the Washington Football Team, the Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Rams. And the Ravens versus Titans. The one thing I will say um, after last week, it sure would be nice. I I would really have appreciated it if the Cardinals had won last week and were playing against the Seahawks. Not because I think the Cardinals would beat the Seahawks, but as a Cardinals fan, it would be nice to be back in the playoffs. I'm a little bit jealous of the Rams. Yeah. Um. That game was pretty uh, boring and, I don't know, just really bad. <laughs> um, Kyler Murray ended up getting hurt. And the Wolford kid started for the Rams, so it was like two very rookie quarterbacks going at it. And the, Even with that, the Cardinals couldn't pull, it, pull off the victory, um, which I don't think the Cardinals really deserved to be in in the playoffs they had a lot of they just didn't end the season very good they were five and two at one point and then lost like four out of their last five games so um anyway maybe one of these days we can kind of maybe after the nfl season is over we can talk about um kind of what changes we hope our teams will make um ty you kind of shared something with me that you are um, ditching your loyalties to the Broncos, yeah. you're going to be a fan of what team, Ty? Whatever team drafts. My guy, Zach, Zach, Zacharias, Will, Zacharias Wilson. <laughs> Wilson, Wilson, whatever the team picks him, whether it's the, even if it's the Jets, I have a hard time with the Jets, but I will do it. I will wear the green if he goes there, but I'm hoping he goes to, to, Either um, Atlanta or to San San Fran and play for and and play for the Niners, but I'll I'll take whatever team. But uh, yeah, it's been a good 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 run with the Dem with with the with the Denver Bron with Denver Broncos, but I just decided I couldn't do a dude anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, at least they won a championship while you were while you were a fan of them, and and you you're not just a bandwagon fan. I know I know you, so I know that when you were all in on the Broncos, you were definitely all in. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Broncos are 
I don't know what to think about the Broncos. I have a lot of my wife is from Denver, and so a lot of a lot of her side of the family are big Broncos fans, and so I follow them. And I I'm not sure what they really need. I I feel like Drew Locke could be pretty good, but yeah, he's had injuries, and so it's kind of hard to tell. And then and their O line is horrible too. Like it's yeah, with a lot of health in some areas. Von Miller was hurt, didn't play a single snap this last season. He got hurt in preseason. And I, I did see that they finally are going away with John Elway being the GM. I think a lot of people in Denver are probably happy about that. I think that's, I, I think that's, that's, that's a smart move by, by, by him. I mean, like, not that he was super bad, but it's just, he definitely had a, had a type when it comes to, when it comes to quarterbacks, the really tall guys, like, like, like a Peyton Manning. And then he moved on to Brock Osweiler. And then there was, uh, I think, I believe after that was Case Keenum. And there was the brief time that, um, what was his name? Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Was, yeah. was, was a start, starting quarterback. And Paxton Lynch was another mm-hmm. one that, was like that fit that mold of really tall guys. And I like, I like Drew, Drew Locke a lot. And I think in, in, in a more, if, if he was, if you, if he was able to sit um, for, for another year or two, I think he could be really good. But I, but I feel bad that he got thrust into, into action on just a bad team. They're just really, really bad. And um, I, I think that um, they'll be good. There are good years ahead. But I just, you know, I, I love my guy, Zach, and I had to show him my, show him my allegiance there. And so I had to make the move. Yeah, well, I think that's awesome. Personally, as a Cardinals fan – I wouldn't want Zach Wilson with the 49ers. Um, you know, Fred Warner's there. I'm I'm really happy for him as a former or former BYU player. Um, I I'm sure he would probably do really well in that system. I think that would actually be a great landing spot yeah. for him. But for selfish reasons, I don't want <laughs> Zach Wilson to be at the 49ers. Um, I've always liked the idea of Zach Wilson being with the Falcons, um, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Um, we'll see who their head coach ends up being. So that'll probably make a big difference. But I know they just they just interviewed uh, Joe. It was Joe Brady. Was Joe Brady this this last week? And Joe Brady's had several interviews. I think he'd be a really good, good, a good fit, fit, fit there. I'd be, I'd be really, I'd be really interested to see how he does, does there. And I think he interviewed with the, with the Houston Tech Texans as well, right? I think so. And I want to say he interviewed with the Lions as well, yeah. but that was not a name I was expecting to kind of hear a lot about in the, in the, in the NFL coaching, um, searches um i would be a little bit nervous personally about him being a head coach yeah just i don't think he has enough 
to be a head coach, at least from kind of head coach experience. But I don't know. Maybe he would do really, really well. And I think if he had the right staff staff around him, I think he could be good. But like like you said, he just doesn't have the have have the the experience. And they the, and and especially in in Detroit and in 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 Atlanta, they were, they were just coming off. They're coming coming off of. I'm having a coach that it was their first time ever as an NFL head coach. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that they would want some someone, you know, who has a little bit more experience, but I don't know. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I think he'd be a good, a good fit there, but I don't know. But um, Urban Meyer, Jeff's guy, who was, who was supposed to save the USC pro, pro, pro program. Looks like he's not going to USC anymore. Yeah, it looks like looks like um, the way it's heading is he's going to end up with the Jaguars, which I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I think, I mean, I'm sure he would do a good job in the NFL. Um. I'd be curious what kind of like offensive coordinator, coordinator defense coordinator he he hires with them. Obviously, he's got a lot of head coaching experience. It's all been in college, um, which he's been really successful. But I'm very curious how that's going to turn out. I think, like, uh, like, uh, like with Joe, Joe Brady, like if he gets a good staff around, around him, I. I think like that out of all the teams that are looking for a head coach, I think the Jags have the best chance to be good like, really fast. Cause I, I was listening to, to another pod, 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 podcast earlier in the week. And I believe they said that the Jags have like 83 million in cap, cap space right now. They have a ton of cap space. So really like if they get, ur- uh, they get ur- urban, they could, um, add a, a bunch of, of, of guys um, from from free um, that are that are free um, that are free agents and uh, I could add I could actually make a really good team like they have a lot of good young play, players on that on that team and I think I don't know like I I really like the I, I like the pos, pos, possibilities of Urban Meyer with the Jags I think mm-hmm. that's a really interesting fit like like you said like I don't know like how I think he would do good, but it just depends on the GM, like what mm-hmm. what the GM could could do and what moves that he could make to put talent around him. Um, you know, because like because they probably take they'll more than like likely take Lawrence in the draft, so so they'll have a rookie or a rookie Q a rookie Q, QB, and if they add some some veteran some veteran pieces around. Or, around him that can end up being a really good really good a good spot spot there and they're in a pretty weak division as well so uh-huh. I'm, I'm pretty interested to see, I'm, I'm gonna see how they do yeah and i mean i'm not the biggest urban meyer fan um I'm but <laughs> i could i could definitely see myself kind of cheering for the jags it would be nice to have kind of like a new new team that is like solidly in the mix you know contending for playoffs and stuff like that assuming that they do well yeah um 
you know, and with hiring Urban Meyer and having either most likely Trevor Lawrence, um, I think the expectations would have to be pretty high. You'd have to um, just naturally be expecting that that, that combination is going to do really well. Plus, obviously, their their um, all their cap space that they can kind of get a lot of people, whoever they want. And I'm sure a lot of good yeah. players would want to kind of go there um, because of Urban Meyer and the first round draft pick. So, yeah, they could put up a, a sneaky good team, I think, pretty, fairly quickly. I think they, they have, I, I believe it's two, two for first round picks this, this year in the draft. So they could grab two really high, high, uh, high qual- quality play- players out of the draft, or they could trade their second first round pick mm-hmm. for either more picks or for, or for a good or a, a decent play- player anyway. Mm-hmm. So. So earlier in the NFL season, I can't remember when we started this podcast, but I think it was kind of kind of September, October. Um, I think one of our first episodes, we made um, a stab at who we thought would make it to the Super Bowl. And Ty, you and I think both picked the Packers against the Chiefs to end up playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Jeff chose the Browns and the Bears. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. No. No. <laughs> no, that must not be right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. We, we don't remember what exactly uh, Jeff picked, so I just kind of filled in the blanks for him real quick. <laughs> we'll just go with that publicly, but um, – since you're not here, Jeff, we just, we just decided that we want to pick pick on you today. <laughs> <laughs> go Bears, go Browns. <laughs> um, Ty, what are your thoughts? Would you, looking at it right now, would you make a change to those picks? No, I, I wouldn't. The, the Packers and the Chiefs are both playing really, really well, especially, especially Aaron especially Aaron Rodgers, he's playing out of his mind right right now. I think that um, I was hearing, I, I was hearing, I was listening to an interview with, uh, with Eric Weddle. Um, he used to play for the Rams a couple years mm-hmm. ago. And, uh, and he was saying that, um, that he thought that, um, that, that Aaron Rodgers since, since, since the Packers decided to, to draft Jordan Love out of Utah State this last year that that really like lit a fi- fire underneath him that he wants to prove the on the on the, on the on the organization wrong and that they made a bad bad decision by not I'm not building around him and so I so I think he's out to just prove everybody wrong and I I think that that's gonna I, I think I'm really excited excited for at least the on the high on the high possibility of the Packers and the Chiefs making it, I think that they'll um, that they're gonna that that could be a very very good game and I have I have no reason to think that it'll be any other teams but those two. What do you think, Jim? I I am not gonna change my picks, but I. 
I would really like to see the Saints make it to the Super Bowl. They're a pretty good team, but I don't think Drew Brees or yeah, Drew Brees quite has it. Um, I can't remember where it was, but um, I read or was listening to something that he isn't doing very well, kind of getting the ball down the field. Um, seems like he's kind of losing some of that strength, maybe some of that accuracy down the field with with long passes. Um, so I'm not sure that they would be a great pick to make it to the Super Bowl, but I, I don't know. I've always liked Drew Brees. I've always liked kind of the Saints offense and the players they have. I'd like to pick him because it sounds like um, most likely he's going to retire after this season. It would be cool for him to go out um, with a bang, but um, no, I think I would, I'd stick with Packers and Chiefs. Um, I think the, I think the Bills are looking pretty good though, too. I think the Bills might, might, uh, give the Chiefs a run for their money. And assuming that's the AFC championship, I think that's going to be a great game. I'd, I'd lo- love that. I love the, on the, the AFC championship game to be, to be between the Chiefs and the Bills. I think that would be, we'd have like two, we'd have three really big games be the Packers and probably trying to think, I don't know. I don't know who's going to come out of the, out of the NFC, but, um, but whoever like that they play play against should, should should be a good, good game, but the bills and the chiefs is probably one of the best ones out of all of them. I'd love to see, see, to see the bills go. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Um, so I guess with that, let's let's kind of talk about. Um, I don't know that I'll have a lot to say about kind of each of these matchups, but we can make our picks mm. for this weekend's games. Uh, the game that's going on right now, Bills versus Colts. Um, like I said before, I I like the Bills. I think I think this was before we started recording. I'm not crazy about the Bills. Um, um, about like their mascot and everything, but. I think they're a fun team to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, as of right now, the Bills are are up 17 to 10, but I was going to pick the Bills anyway over the Colts this weekend. What did you have, Ty? I was going to pick the Bills as uh, as well. The Bills are like, they're always like, they've always been like my backup team. Um, I served my mission in in Toronto and a lot of the members there were big Bills fans. Mm. And like they sucked then but uh uh but now like they're starting to be good and like i just i love to see them to and be good like they're just kind of like a, a small market team mm-hmm. like teams like that we cheer cheer for and i really like them they're like always kind of like the on the underdog so i'd like yeah. to see, see them do, do good i want to see how far that they, they can go and so going with the bills yeah i am too um the next one I think could be kind of interesting. The Bears versus the Saints. I only say think this one will be interesting because not because I think the Bears are good. I don't think the Bears are really a great team. I've, I haven't really felt that way this whole season. However, they are in the playoffs, so they're obviously somewhat good at 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm. But the Saints have had some COVID um, issues and concerns. 
Um, I haven't seen an update, but I know it was very questionable whether Alvin Kamara was going to be able to play due to COVID. Um, I think it was just contract tracing. I don't, mm. I don't, maybe it was he had COVID last week or something, but um, if he's out, that could potentially be a big blow to the Saints. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints anyway. I think they're just the better team. Um, just you're really not crazy about the Bears. Same. I want I want the um, the Saints to win. Like you, I, I would love to see Drew, Drew Brees go out go out with a bang and you know and finish on a high note. I really like. I have a lot of respect for Drew, Drew Brees. Um, I I I think I, I don't see any reason. I mean, even with with uh with Alvin Kamara out, I still like like the Saints against the Bears. I I still think that they'll win. So. Go Saints. Yeah, the next game we're going to talk about is Browns versus Steelers. Um, I think this one could be pretty good. Again, COVID could play a big issue with this one. Um, the Browns, I think, had their very first practice. I think it was yesterday. Um there's been like two players, like two coaches, maybe some more that have come down with COVID. Uh, their coach, Stefanski, I want to say Kevin Stefanski, but yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, he has COVID, so he's going to be out for this game. Um, but I don't know. I kind of feel like the Browns, because they haven't been in the playoffs since 2002, they might really be motivated to win this game. Um, so I think this could be a sneaky game, but the Steelers, I think, are going to pull this one out. Um, I don't know. I can't decide whether it's going to be a blowout by the Steelers or whether it's going to be a close one by the Steelers. Um, but I'm probably going to – I'll pick Steelers either way. I want the Browns to win so, so bad. Like, like what we were saying about how like it must suck to be a Browns fan. This is like the one like glimmer of hope they've had in like almost two, two decades. And then like co and then like the year that they actually go to the play playoffs <laughs> <laughs> might be ruined because their, sco- their coach is out. Much of their players are out. Like I, like I, I'm going to go with the Browns just because I'm going with my heart on this one. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think that'll, that they'll pull it out in a really close game. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I like, I like the Browns necessarily, but I just really feel for their, for their fans. So I'm going to go with it. Yeah. No, I, I like that pick. I like it. Next is the Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. I kind of – all right, up until this point, I've been thinking Buccaneers all the way. But I'm kind of thinking maybe the Washington football team, their defense might step up a little bit. Chase Young might get to Tom Brady, cause him to have some errors. Um, The other night I watched Project 11, which is the documentary on Alex Smith. I think it would be really cool for the Washington football team to win, even though they're – they don't have a mascot, and that's kind of lame. But yeah. um, I don't know. This is probably a really bad pick by me, but I'm going to go with Washington for this one. 
I, I heard that Alex Smith is going to be out, which bums me out. I heard that his leg is giving him issues. The leg that um, that was um, that he had the really bad, really bad in the injury on that has been giving mm-hmm. him issues like this week, and he may not be able to play. Which huh. is I sad. Like, I, like I, like I mean, like I love Tom. Like he's the goat. Like I like nor- normally like he's he's one of my guys, but. I would love to see, honestly, Washington win. Like just just for the fact that you know, like this year has been weird for them. They don't have, you know, they don't they don't have a a, a, a mascot right right now, and they're like a lot of things have been up in the air with their with their and with their organization and everything. I'd love to see see them win, but I gotta go with the Bucks though. I think on their they started to click in the last couple weeks, so. Got to go with the goat. Yeah, and being a former um, Arizona Cardinals head coach, I'd I'd love for Bruce Arians to get a championship um, Super Bowl ring. I think he's been in the league for so many years, and he hasn't always been great. He's been a coordinator for so many years and stuff. But I think it'd be awesome for him to win a Super Bowl. So I'd be I'd be happy either way. Seahawks versus Rams. Um, last I saw, the Rams weren't going to announce which quarterback was going to start, whether it was Wolford or whether it was Jared Goff. I'm assuming it's going to be Jared Goff. I know last week before the game, Jared Goff, even with like a broken thumb after surgery, he was already throwing the ball. Um, he was out for the game, but he was kind of throwing the ball around a little bit. So I'm, I'm expecting he's going to start. However, I think, I think the Seahawks are going to win this one. Um, it could be a really good game. The Rams defense is really good. Um, I think that could play a huge factor in the game. But I'm just going to go ahead and go with the Seahawks. I can't believe I'm going to cheer for the Seahawks over the Rams, but um, after Jeff being a big Rams fan, I think I'm taking this a little bit personal and and asking for a little bit of sweet revenge. That's how I feel, too. I uh, I was thinking, I was like, am I going to pick the Seahawks just, just to spite Jeff? And I was like, no, I, just, I think that they're going to win. But I just, I don't know, like with Goff, you know, like with a bro- broken thumb and it's like, it's kind of like the perfect storm for the Seahawks to win. Like, I think the Seahawks defense is ter- terrible and I hate the, I'm the Seahawks too. I like, I've never liked them, but it's hard for me to p- pick against them right now though. Mm-hmm. I, that, um, I like the, uh, I'm the, I'm, I'm the Seahawks to win this one. And then the last game we're going to pick for, which I think, I don't know, I think this, I feel like this is going to be the best game of this round and perhaps the closest game is um, Ravens versus Titans. I keep going back and forth on who I think is going to win. Uh, The Ravens have Lamar Jackson, reigning MVP, but the Titans have Derrick Henry, the Ravens have been hot. I think they've like won their last like three or four games or something. 
Um, I can't remember exactly, but um, right now my gut is telling me the Titans. So that's how I'm going to go with. Um, but I think this could be a very good game to watch. I've gone back, back and forth on it too. Like the Ravens are good. They have their defense hasn't been as good and do- dominant as it has in the past. But and Lamar has had his ups and downs this year as well. But I don't know. I I have to go with with Der- Derek Kent with Derek Henry um, and the Tennessee Titans. So I have to make I I. I just don't think that they'll be able to stop stop him. He's rushed for like I think two two thousand yards. This yeah, season. and that's that's insane. And so, yeah, I think it's got to be them. It'll, it'll be close, but I think it'll be the Titans. Um, I forgot to include these as we went through each of these, but um, we had J- uh, Jeff send his picks to us um, before we got started today. He's also picking the Bills. He's, of course, going with the Rams. He's going with the Washington football team over the Bucks. He also is going over, going with the Titans over the Ravens. He's choosing the Saints over the Bears. And he's picking the Steelers over the Browns. So it seems like for the most part, we, we all kind of chose um, some more teams. But there were some in there that we – we had different picks, each of us, so should be a good good uh, weekend of football, and, and I'm excited to see. I think next week's games could be really, really good, too, um, depending on how this weekend plays out, so always fun. I love, I love the, um, I'm, I'm the NFL po- postseason. That's my favorite time, time of year with the NFL, and it's just really fun to see all these teams play and lead up to the Super Bowl. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so sticking with the theme of football, we're going to get into BYU losing offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. Um, he and the BYU's um, offensive line coach, they are headed to Baylor to be part of that offensive staff there, um, which personally, I'm bummed that Jeff Grimes is leaving, but I felt like there was no way he was going to be sticking with BYU. Um, not because he doesn't like BYU, but I think he's done just such a great job that he was either going to get a head coach opportunity somewhere or, um, you know, kind of kind of go up the ladder and get um, get a better offensive coordinator um, job at another school. Um, it's sad, though, because this last season, um, you could debate this was BYU's best offense ever. I think definitely the best offense that they've had in several, several, several years. In decades, um, I'd say. Probably, well, probably at least since 2009, when Max Max Hall's last last year. Yeah, I was, I was kind of thinking the John Beck Max Hall years. There might be some some of those years might be able to kind of 
compared to this year, but man, this offense was so good. Offensive line was good. The tight ends were good. Um, Algier rushed for a thousand yards. So he had a good running game. Um, Zach Wilson for a while was, was kind of a dark horse for the Heisman. Um, they just lit up teams and obviously their, their strength of schedule was, was not very good as BYU fans. We all know that, but, but still they were a very impressive team. Um, so in place of that, BYU is hiring, or I guess um, moving up in the totem pole, Aaron Roderick. He is going to be the offensive coordinator. And then Fessy Sataki, he's going to be like the wide receivers coach. Yeah, um, he's or, the passing game coordinator and passing the wide receivers coach. Yeah. That's right. So I think – I think still for BYU fans, there's a lot of hope with those two. I know I'm excited about them. I am as well. Um, but what are your thoughts on this past season? What are your thoughts on Jeff Grimes leaving? Um, was that a surprise to you? And what are your expectations for BYU this next season? So I'm, I'm not surprised that Jeff Grimes decided like um, um, to, move, to move on. Like I think that like you said, that he was he was expected to either get a head a, a job as a head coach or get um, or get a job as an OC somewhere like he did. Um, and he's uh, he's from Texas. I think he's from like where he's from isn't too far from from uh, from, from from where from, from where he's going going and. So, so I think it's kind of like it, it's a coming home trip for for him, and so so I'm really happy for him. I, I wish we could have kept, kept him around. I know there's a lot of a lot of fans that are up in arms. They'll go like, "Why won't we pay pay our pay our assistants more and like keep keep, keep them around, keep our staff and them intact?" And I, and I understand that, but I mean. Grimes was looking for that next step in his career, I think, and there was only so much more that he could do as as the OC at the Y. And as much as I hate to see him go, I mean, I think he's going to do really well, and I wish him luck and um, and all and and everything. Well, except for one game next year because um, uh, because we play Baylor next year, I think on and is as in October, I believe. And so, but yeah, like I. Honestly, I, I expect more of the same from the BYU offense next year. I think that even despite losing Zach Wilson and Dax Milne and a lot of really good play, players, I still think we have a lot of depth built, built up and a lot of young, really good depth. And and so I'm really, really intrigued with how we do next year. I think that it could be, I mean, it'll definitely be a, be a step back from this last year. Because like we said, this this was probably the best best offense that BYU's had in a very very long time. So I think that it's reasonable to expect a step back, but I still think that we're going to have a very very good very good off offense, and we'll just see how we'll we'll see how it goes. But I I, I would I would expect BYU to win at least eight eight games next year. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, assuming that the schedule is able to remain the same, mm-hmm. um, 
there's a, I feel like there's a lot of time between now and then for COVID to still potentially affect it. But yeah, I think I think so too. I think um, you know losing Dax Milne and and Zach Wilson is going to hurt, but but I think they have um, you know some good backups and stuff too, like you said. Um, I think as long as this key, this team keeps fighting and it seems like the coaching is working, obviously I think part of, um, the offensive success was because of Jeff Grimes specifically, but I don't have any reason to doubt Aaron Roderick and, and Fessy Sitake and the other staff that they have on board in the other positions either. Um, I... I personally would like to see a little bit more out of the defense next year. I know, I know a lot of BYU fans are kind of, um, I think probably definitely worried more about the, the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball. But, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd expect them to go at least eight wins you know, assuming everybody's able to stay healthy, no major injuries or anything like that to keep players. Um, I think Isaac Rex is, is a beast. He proved that this last year. And I think he, he is going to be a big part of this offense going forward, obviously. Who would you guess is going to start at quarterback? I've gone back and forth on it a lot on this week. I've been trying to listen to a lot of, a lot of people's, people's um their their predictions and their thoughts on it um so going in I was like yes it'll be Jacob it'll be Jacob Con it'll be Jacob Con, Con over the freshman out of out of, out of Arizona Zona out of your old your old neck of the woods <laughs> and, and uh um and he's really talented he was offered by by Nick Saban coming out of high uh, coming out of high school he's very very ta- talented um but he just doesn't just doesn't have the experience um he ran the scout team this last year and did very well from everything that i've heard that he there was times where like where he where he where he was said that they on the he made the made the first string defense like really silly and so for me like he's my favorite like he, he's who i would want but i would not be surprised at all if it was jaron hall as long as he's able to, um, to stay health and stay healthy, he's he struggled that the last couple of years, not just being able to stay in the game. But I think if he's able to prove that he's a he's back at a hundred at a hundred percent, I think he has a great shot um, to win it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really been keeping up on kind of the talk of who could be the quarterback and or anything like that. I think obviously there's still a lot of time. Um, you know, spring ball and, and fall camp and stuff that'll, that'll, that'll determine that. I'd like to see Jake, Jacob Conover get the job, but obviously we'd have concerns as him as a freshman, but I don't know if he seems, if he seems like, you know, he's a better quarterback. I, I hope they go with that. And, um, you know, even as a freshman, if he has some struggles, I hope they kind of work with him and and 
kind of turn this, this might be a little bit of a down year kind of transitioning to him as a true freshman, but, mm. but even if the experience helps him, you know, next season and, and down the road, I think um, just the athlete that he is, how respected he is as a quarterback recruit, I think it would be awesome for them to kind of go with him and kind of stick with him for the next several years. Like you were saying, he's got lots of weapons, lots, lots of weapons like like Isaac Rex and Neil Pau and and mm-hmm. um and Tyler Algier all around, and he'd have a, a pretty good offensive line, and he he wouldn't be alone in it, but it but it would be it would it'd be fair to expect a a, a little bit of a down down year if we were to go with with a true true freshman. But I don't know. Who knows? I I I trust uh, I trust Aaron Roderick and Bessie to make the right decision. So it'll be interesting to watch over the next couple couple months to see what they decide. Yeah. Um, last one we have to talk about is the NBA. Um, I feel like we're past kind of the first. Um, few games of the season and so I think I think we're starting to really see what teams are actually going to be like kind of for the remainder of the season um, obviously there will be kind of ups and downs for each team but but I think um, I don't know I, I feel like always the first like five or ten games of the season there's teams that look good that aren't good there's teams that look bad that end up actually being really good so I'm glad that we're kind of getting out of that neck of the woods. The Lakers and Suns are are top of the West right now. The Suns lost yesterday to Detroit, which I kind of kind of felt it coming. The Detroit Pistons have a lot of bigs. I thought that was going to be a challenge for Phoenix because they don't have a lot of strong bigs, tall bigs outside of DeAndre Eaton, guys that can really – um, um, take up a lot of space and kind of bang kind of down low, but um, I'm not too worried. I think this team is really good. I think with the addition of, of Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, I think there's still a lot that this team has to grow and kind of develop and, and kind of learn how to play with each other. Um, Devin Booker really hasn't been needed to be a star on this team, which I think is amazing. Um, Especially the fact that they're still doing so well. But I kind of hope that they get him in gear a little bit more involved. Um, Because I think they need him to be kind of the number one guy. I think they need him to to take over games, kind of last couple minutes of the game if it's close and, and make those big shots and I'm really excited to see Devin Booker in the playoffs. I think, I think, um, as much as he's waited to be in the playoffs, um, I think it's gonna be really cool to see him in the playoffs, and I think he's gonna ball out. Um, but um, Lakers are looking good too. Um, I think right now I feel like they're kind of on cruise control a little bit, kind of taking it easy, but. I expect them to be be a very dominant force kind of towards the end of the season and obviously kind of in the playoffs. The Jazz are 
have, I don't know, the Jazz have done all right so far this year. They've got a winning record, but what are your thoughts on them so far? And and what are your, what is your take? Well, uh, I actually have a I'm a, quite, I'm a question for you about about the Suns. Like, so like, um, where do you expect them like to finish like before the play playoffs? Like, what seed do you think that they'll get in? I know a lot of people were expecting them to be like kind of bottom yeah. of the playoffs um, for the West. I I really hope they're more in the middle. Um, I don't know. I I kind of go back and forth. I don't think they're going to be like a seven or an eight. I think they're going to be a six at the worst. Maybe this is just me being too hopeful, um, but I really feel like the second or third spot, second or third seed, I feel like is attainable and realistic for this team. Hmm. Um, they've got some good guys on defense. Their defense has stepped up, which when was the last time that people thought of Phoenix as a defensive team? Yeah, that's true. Um, their pace right now is really low um, as far as they, they take a lot of the sh- time on the shot clock and time off the game clock. But their assists are really up. They're playing really unselfishly. Um, up until about the halftime yesterday, they'd been shooting lights out from three. Um, Jay Crowder, I'm not sure, but I feel like his numbers are probably about 50% from three. He's been really doing really well for them. Um, and I really like Cameron Johnson. I really like Mikkel Bridges. They're, I feel like they're so deep, too. I feel like when the second units come in for each team, once the starters take take their like end of first quarter breaks, I feel like this, this Suns team, their second unit can light it up and they can put a lot of defensive pressure on. I think that's where – I kind of feel like that's where – they almost make have the I don't know the biggest difference isn't between them and the other team's first units. It's between the Suns' second unit and the other team's second unit. I feel like is just a huge difference. So to answer your question, I I really feel like the second or third seed is very attainable. Um, I'm just gonna say like. Anywhere between second and fourth is what I'm looking at right now. I, I just thought thought of that um, that we that it would be really cool to see a four or five mat, matchup between the Jazz and the Suns, and that would be a really fun series. Yeah, I think it would be fun, kind of like the Utah and Denver series was yeah. last year, yeah. like when Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray just went at each other. Yeah. I could see that being the same with Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. I think it would just be so much fun. And then you'd, of course, get the matchup of Gobert versus Aiton. Yeah. And Chris Paul and, and Mike Conk. Conk and like yeah. The, getting like the old point, point guards kind of going at each other, each other. Yeah. And then and then the wings, like Jay Crowder and Mike, Mikel Bridges with like Royce Young and and um and Boyan Bogdanovich yeah 
It'll be interesting. But that's kind of where that's kind of my thoughts on the sun so far. Um, so my thoughts with the jazz, I'm frustrated with them. Like, but it's typical this time time of year. Like last year they got a pretty a really big win against the Bucks, which is good to see. I didn't expect that. Um they had just come off two straight lot losses to the Nets and to the Knicks, which I was really mad mad about. But then but the Knicks are much improved. They're not the Knicks that we that we've known from uh the last few last few years. And um and so it's just and I don't know, it's just really interesting of like I just like like the jazz seemed just to get cold from three um at a really high uh, in a lot of games and they just I don't know I just don't understand why they like why they invested all all of this um all this money and guys like like uh like Boyan and Jordan and, and Jordan Clark Clarkson who are supposed to be really um be really good from from three and they just have and they've just been really cold at least the, the, from the, in the last two two games, the whole team honestly was really cold. And Donovan Mitchell has hasn't really been him been himself this this and this year. I'm guessing he'll 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 get there. He'll he usually starts a little bit slow and he works his way up. And I think he'll be fine. But it's just like the overall offensive and defensive parts of the Jazz have been really have been uh, have been really frustrating. And I'm just kind of seeing like a similar pa- pattern to what I've seen with the jazz, the jazz seasons over the last few few years. They'll start off really, really slow, and then they'll make a trade, and then they'll ca- catch fire at about the the All Star break, and then they'll work their way into the four or five seed, losing the first and losing the first first round. And I just, I I've, I've been wanting so so much more for this team. But I feel like that's just where we are. That's just who the Jazz are at this point. They're just the middle of the pack team in the West, which is fine. But it's just like I think Jazz fans um, expect more, and I just I hope that that um, that that the Jazz can make the moves necessary to, you know, because I think Ryan Smith, the new owner of the Jazz, seems like he's willing to do what it takes to get to the Jazz to get the Jazz to where we want them to be. So I'm really interested to see where um, he does. But, yeah, that's my thought, thoughts on the Jazz thus far. Yeah. I mean, I definitely I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, having grown up and kind of lived in, in Utah for a long time, I, I thought for a lot of years the Jazz were going to be better than they, than they have been kind of the last 10 years, but um, I don't know, especially I guess the only thing I can think of is, is maybe they make a trade and I don't, I don't know who they could make a trade for kind of this, this season kind of before the trade deadline that might really make a big difference. Um, even if it's just like a, a key role player, but I mean, I feel like as a jazz fan, I would personally, I would just hope like, let's get into the, get into the playoffs, get like a reasonable seed and then hopefully just 
you know, be playing our best basketball in the playoffs. So that's where it really matters. But, and I don't know, they've been in the playoffs last several years that maybe, maybe that playoff experience is going to build up with Gobert and, and Mitchell and, and maybe they'll kind of get over the hump a little bit, but yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from and it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think there's a lot in the West for the teams in the West. I think there's a lot still to be kind of figured out. I think there's a lot of teams that I think kind of look good, but aren't really that good and kind of vice versa. So, but that's pretty much our episode for today. Any, uh, Last thoughts or shout outs or anything from you, Ty? Um, shout out to, uh, to Jeff for dealing with our picking on him today. I'm sure he'll enjoy <laughs> that. Come at us next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we do miss Jeff. He's part of our team, even if even if we don't cheer for his teams. But, yep. um, but he's a good guy. Hopefully he's, he's doing something fun. So, Jeff, we miss you. Um, hope you're back with us next week so we can make fun of you in person, but <laughs> um, anyway, uh, just kind of a shout out to, uh, everyone out there. It's been kind of a, a weird 2020 year. Um, so far I can't say that I'm really liking 2021, but, um, Everyone just stay out there, stay safe, keep being good people, keep being kind, and and we'll get through it. So hopefully enjoy listening to the podcast. Um, hopefully we bring a smile to your face or talk about something that's meaningful in your lives. So if you want to follow us on Twitter at uh, 302talk underscore pod, that's where you can find some of our stuff on Twitter. And... Uh, yeah. Anything else, Ty? No. Um. We just uh, like you were saying, like we have, we have, we have, we have a lot of fun making this on this pod- podcast. So we hope that all the listeners out there really, and they they enjoy enjoy it, and you know, and because it's good, because it's a lot of fun. We love we love getting getting together and talking sports. So. Yeah. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, or. If- if anybody's wanting to join us for an episode or anything, we'd we'd love having some some guests come on. Uh, we are very much amateurs, so you don't have to feel like you're <laughs> you're good at all either. So, um, but yeah, so hopefully you keep listening and follow us on Twitter, and everyone have a great week out there. Um, from my neck neck of the woods, go Suns. I'm sure from uh, Ty, go, go Jazz and go Cougars. Go Jazz and go, go Cougs and go Bills. <laughs> go Bills. <laughs> and uh, from both Ty and I, go Seahawks. Beat the Rams this yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> 12th <Twelfth> man. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you, see you later, everybody.